This is episode 272 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to talk about comfort eating, and for that matter, emotional eating, and even stress eating. We're going to unpack it all. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, my sisters. This podcast was triggered by a follower on Instagram who answered one of those little Q&A box that we put in our stories as influencers. And she was struggling with comfort eating and she wanted to get my input. So here we are. So I'm going to teach you comfort eating from two different angles. The first one would be the most common one, which is comfort eating as a behavior. But at the end, I'll also talk about comfort food. So you got to stay till the end to hear that part. So let's start with comfort eating. Let's break these two words so we are clear as to what we mean by comfort eating or eating for comfort, one of the two. So I went to Mr. Google to review the definition of comfort, and comfort is a noun. It's a state of ease, a state of freedom from pain or constraint. So that makes sense, right? We're seeking comfort because we feel uncomfortable because of pain, because of constraint. And because we don't want to feel discomfort, we look for a solution to feeling comfortable, and that solution is food. So we comfort ourselves with food. Sounds like a pretty legitimate action to me. Comfort eating is reality, a coping tool. Comfort eating is a variation in a larger family of emotional eating, whereby you eat in response to an emotion. Most often, uncomfortable emotion like, say, stress. So truly, stress eating, eating in response to stress that doesn't feel comfortable, or comfort eating because you're seeking comfort from a discomfort you feel within you, or emotional eating, it's all the same thing. Comes down to this, using food to cope with physical or emotional discomfort. So here's the question. Why is that a problem again? Why is comfort eating a problem to solve? Now let's imagine 
that same person who eat to comfort themselves, but instead of opening the fridge or the cupboard for food to comfort herself, say that person would go for a run. Would running be a problem to solve? Hmm. I'm putting a pause here because it's very important that we ask ourselves that question because we don't, right? It's an interesting question and a necessary one, especially for us women. As women, we must challenge all the beliefs that we have learned about food, our body, and health. Remember, diet culture, that system of beliefs around food, body, and health was created by patriarchy in order to keep women feeling insecure, therefore obedient. So if we don't challenge the notions that we are being thought right now or have been taught in the past by diet culture, we will stay in that same space of being insecure and thinking that comfort eating is a problem forever. So let's ask this question. Why is comfort eating a problem to solve? What diet culture is telling us is that comfort eating will lead you to eat too much or and or eat the quote bad food. And as a result, you will gain weight. Diagor will tell you that if you as a woman could only control your emotional eating, then their diet would work and you'd be thin. So it's our fault because we eat to comfort ourselves or we eat to stress or we eat to manage our emotion. Does that sound familiar? But here's the question to you that I want you to answer. Would you even desire to eat to comfort yourself if you weren't relentlessly chasing the thin ideal? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. How much of our discomfort as women, discomfort physically or emotionally, do we appease with food is actually caused by the relentless pursuit of the thin ideal, a.k.a. diet culture. You want me to tell you? A shitload of it. I know this personally, but I know this from working with all you and hearing the story and reading the story in our groups of how much relief you get when you stop dieting. Didn't do anything different. It just like poof, brought down the pressure and the need to comfort yourself, in our case with food, is a piece. Since this is a podcast that promotes women's empowerment, both with food and with their body, I am not going to teach you to shame your comfort eating or emotional eating or tell you that your comfort eating is to be avoided or fixed. No, that's diet culture's way. Instead, what I'm going to teach you is to ask the question, why? Why do I eat as a means of comforting myself? What is causing me this discomfort that I'm trying to avoid or to comfort with food? 
How can I solve what is causing me discomfort instead of trying to control the coping behavior? This is where I want us to spend our time. In a way, I want you to see comfort eating as a gift. It's an opportunity for you to understand yourself better, an opportunity to listen to your body's need and to care for your body and yourself. The urge of eating is simply a sign from your body that in that moment, when you feel the urge, in that moment, you have sensation in your body that are not comfortable, that you are maybe experiencing an emotional overwhelm that you don't know how to process, and that feels really uncomfortable. When we look at the science of emotional eating, including comfort eating, it's all about dopamine. The neurotransmitter that we have in our brain that is produced when we eat any food, any action of eating release that dopamine, that neurotransmitter, and that neurotransmitter is the feel-good hormone that floods our body and our brain and makes us feel better. It takes away the discomfort and the pain that we are experiencing. That's why comfort eating, emotional eating, stress eating is so efficient. That's why it's one of the most common tool for women, because of diet culture, that is being used to cope with discomfort. In the same example that we talked about earlier, where the woman, instead of eating, was running, gambling fall into that same bucket, or even drug use. It's all about dopamine, my sister, all about dopamine. Comfort eating is simply a coping behavior, just like the person who runs to cope or gamble or use sex or use drugs, whatever. It's all about coping. In our community, for us, our common denominator is using food to cope. Once we take away diet culture and its shame around emotional eating and comfort eating, we can look at the behavior without label. We can truly see comfort eating for what it is, a sign from our body. And what if we listen to that signal from our body and ask these two questions? These two questions I'm going to give you right now are the one we teach our student when we go into the phase of deconstructing their food behavior. Here's the two questions. What am I feeling and what do I need? Let's explain them. The question, what am I feeling? When you ask yourself that question, it will force you to pay attention to your body, to go into your body, to feel what's going on and ask the question, why am I feeling this way? What is the sensation in my body? Once you've done that, the second question is, what do I need? It allows you to ask, why am I feeling this way? And find a solution that will address the real issue. So when we're talking about addressing the real issue, we're talking about dealing with our emotion in most cases, right? So Instead of interrupting the sensation with dopamine and eating, what if we grab the piece of paper or your journal and then you wrote in your journal what's going on? 
Perhaps you're more of a breathing person, somebody that's more used to mindfulness. Perhaps it's about taking a few deep breaths, closing your eyes, calming your nervous system so you can see what's really going on and addressing that. Perhaps it's simply going to bed because you're exhausted. Perhaps it's about going to for a walk because you have been sitting for hours on end at your desk. So I'd like to share an example of the potency of this approach with comfort eating by sharing with you a live coaching experience from one of our students inside of Conquerant Tribe. This happened just last week. And in spirit of confidentiality, obviously, I will uh, change the name of the student and a little bit around her story. But this will show you how potent it is to ask those questions. So we'll call the student Julie. Julie was actually troubled by nighttime eating. She'd be eating intuitively, following her hunger all day long. And then at night, as soon as she put her daughters to bed, she would eat until she went to bed. So as her coach, I asked her a few questions, like basic questions. Do you eat enough all day? Do you respect your hunger? Do you eat consistently? And everything in the basic element was good. So I asked her to describe her nighttime episode. Um, And I'm going to paraphrase here, but it went as this. When I finally put my daughter to bed, it's my time. I shut down for the rest of the world, sit myself in front of the TV and do whatever I want. After spending the day running around, giving everyone all my energy, my job, then my daughter, then my partner... This is finally my time to do what I want. As I'm sharing this with you, Stephanie, it's almost like I'm rebelling. Yes, I'm rebelling using food. I say, F to the world, because you've used and abused me, and now it's my turn. Julie was having a lot of resentment, a lot of thoughts of resentment, a lot of rebellious thoughts. These are the thought causing the discomfort that she felt in her body and the overwhelming emotion that led her to numb with food and Netflix. And these thoughts have been reoccurring throughout the day. But because she was go, 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 go all day, as most mother are, she didn't have time to indulge in all these thoughts all day long because she was primarily focused on meeting everyone's need and satisfying everyone around her. It's not until she shut down at night that she actually started to feel, see, and observe the thoughts that created her discomfort. And it was so overwhelming that she needed TV and food to comfort her. So what was the solution to Jilly comfort eating? Well, the message from her body was that she needed to care for herself a hell of a lot more than what she was doing now, not just from 9 to 11. She needed to take time throughout the day, slightly change her routine that will allow her small periods of rest in the day. But most important, she needed to change her thoughts from resentment and rebellious, because that was causing a great load of discomfort. So inside of Conquer and Tribe, we've got tools that will help her change her thoughts around uh, resentments and rebellion. 
But I just wanted to highlight this for all of you. This is why Julie's story, your story, my story, this is why diet culture is so toxic. Because diet culture prevents us to see what's really going on. So we never actually fix, address, heal, resolve the real problem that's causing us this discomfort and this ease. So here's my question to you. What is your comfort eating, emotional eating, stress eating? What is it trying to tell you? If you'd like to take the shame away from any form of emotional eating so you can discover what your body is really trying to tell you, we are hosting a specialty clinic inside of Conquer and Thrive in February dedicated to this. It's called Conquer Emotional Eating, and this workshop will help you understand your individual emotional eating and empower you into finding the message from your body. It's going to help you neutralize this eating behavior, help you process your emotion without using food and overcome these food urges by really addressing the underlying root. This workshop is accessible to our Conquer and Try students. So if it's one of you listening right now, you will receive an invitation on February 1st to attend the live class on February the 5th. And the recording will be made available 24 hour later to you. And if you're not a student of our Conquer and Thrive, and if you're not a Conquer and Thrive student yet, it's time for you to join us. Because anytime you join from today forward up to February the 28th, you'll get the bonus class Conquer Emotional Eating alongside with all the other element inside of the program. So now let's take a few minutes to talk about comfort food. Because sometimes comfort eating and comfort food gets mixed in. So comfort food are these food that provides you with consolation, with a feeling of being nurtured, of well-being. These are the food that brings you nostalgic memory, usually linked to childhood or cultural elements. These foods are individual to each one of us based on our own story or culture. Comfort food are extremely potent and they're powerful memory associated with it simply because of the fact that food memory activate all of our senses versus just a visual memory. Food is all of our senses at once. So it embed in our brain at a much more potent level. That's why when you think about your grandma or your mom's favorite meal, you actually feel it in the depth of you. Now, what makes comfort food 10 times more attractive to us is diet culture. Because diet culture deems most comfort food to be, quote, bad food, food that should be restricted because of the content in carbs or fat or sugar or whatever the thing is, right? <laughs> On that, whatever diet you're in, whatever they're restricting, it's too high in this. 
And within any restriction, our brain kicks into survival response, right? It wants what it's being restricted. It craves it even more. This is why to chronic diet or people that restrict food, comfort food have a 10x potency. But it's also why when you become an intuitive eater and you go through the process of habituation, you bring back comfort food where it should be a food that you associate with positive memory, but does not have this incredible pull to it. So the process of intuitive eating encompasses one principle that's called unconditional permission to eat, which basically lifts all restrictions from any food, including comfort food. This unconditional permission to eat is the step that helps us relieve that 10x potency to comfort food by using the mechanism of habituation. Habituation is actually a scientific process that has been studied and used in many recovery programs. And it is when we reduce the response to a stimuli, in this case, comfort food, with increased exposure, which means the more we expose ourselves to the stimuli, the more we habituate and reduce the response to that food. Here's a great example to habituation. I'll take myself here. I celebrated the fourth year of living in a small town. And every time I go back to the big city, I'm surprised by the noise level. Even though I live for 20 years in big cities, now that I'm away from it, I'm no longer habituated to the city noise. So when I step back in the city, all I can notice is all the noise from the fire truck and the police and the car and the unking, which barely happen in country living. That habituation process is exactly the same when it comes to food. Which, by the way, if you join us inside of Conquer and Tribe, the peaceful course that you have on the second month will take you through all the steps of becoming habituated to comfort food. So these were the two angles of comfort eating and comfort food. I hope this helps you, my sister. I love you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Tribe. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Tribe will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.